to the cats and kittens. <laughs> <laughs> hey, all you cool cats and kittens. Dude, that woman sucked balls. <laughs> That's one way of putting it. <laughs> she was so like, I'm just like, she's from Roseburg, Oregon. Guarantee it. That's Roseburg, Oregon. Yeah, that, oh man, that was rough. Yeah, it was a rough show. Lisa, so Lisa watches Netflix while she's doing work. Mm-hmm. And then she'll preface me, like, like, hey, there's this show I'm watching. And I'm like, that sounds stupid. And then it trends. And you're like, what's this, like, animal <laughs> thing? And she's like, yeah. She does the same yeah. thing. And she's like, I'm like, what's this show here? Sounds interesting. She goes, I've been fucking watching it for, like, a whole couple of weeks now. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Oh, and it's never a good idea until you think of it. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> is that is that coming over here? Sure sounds like it. Oh no! Sorry. No, I think it's their front. They're probably okay. going down. Okay. I just want to make sure my dad wasn't coming in the shop. Yeah. See, we need to have a sign that says recording. recording. I like how you put that up, Trinity. Well, there's probably more random people that show up at our there place. So many really? Up at our house. Yeah, just friends or neighbors or whatever. Everyone in town. Everyone in town. John's like well known. About living in town. <laughs> you zip it, Lisa. You <laughs> zip that right now. All right. Nobody ever comes and just drops by. <laughs> You ready, John? I'm ready. Hey, everyone. Devin here and John here. Oh, sorry, John. Yeah, John Carrick here. (laughs) Devin from OBS Solutions and... John from uh, Carrick Customs. And we are the OBS Truckery Podcast. We're into cool shit. We really hope you are as well. Definitely. What are we talking about today, John? Well, we're going to start off with the Marketplace mention and then... No, no, no. Marketplace moment. Marketplace moment. Gosh, <laughs> dang it. I screwed that up. That's fine. Um, and then I think we're going to go over some things we've seen in the shop this last week. Right, right. Some organ trucks, maybe uh, some things that we do to a, you know, a new-to-us OBS when we first get them. I like that. And we may not hit all of those. We may hit more. You know, We'll see. I'm hitting the whiskey, that's for sure. Yeah. Yeah, they're, and a, this is good. Basil Hayden, if you guys want to reach out, what was the other one that I picked up? the the uh, the red label. Uh, that was Basil Hayden Rye. I like this one better. Yeah, I do too. This one's smoother. Yeah, um, I'm normally a Pendleton guy. I dig that shit, but this right here is good. It's good. It's yeah. good sipping. It might get ugly, ladies and gentlemen. It might get <laughs> real ugly by the end. Yeah. So marketplace mention. What do you um, got? Well, today I. Didn't have anything. Wait, 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 wait. I want to yes. explain to people, if you're new, listening to the show, what the Marketplace Mention oh, is yeah. about, or Moment is about. Do it. So the Marketplace Moment is about that uh, John, myself, Kenny, we, and probably a lot like a lot of the people that were, are listening, dude, that that Marketplace, it's like crack cocaine, bud. It's like... It's dangerous. It's dangerous. Like, the wife's like talking to me, and I'm like, yeah, hold, yeah uh-huh, uh-huh, and I'm looking at a Bronco, right? Yeah. So we thought... Let's do Marketplace Moment as what we see or what's for sale here in the valley of Oregon, Pacific Northwest, and what we're like, what we're into or what we want to, uh, what we find. And uh, if I had a ton of Monopoly money, I'm just going to go buy it. Right. I was thinking about another name for it the budget blowout. (laughs) Budget blowout. Yeah. I like that. I like that. Uh, so up. So we're gonna. We usually try, we're gonna try to have at least one picked out. Go over it. 
pros and cons, what we like, what we don't like, or just like, hey, I found this. What do you think? What do you think of the price? And what should we do? Should we go pick it up or not? Yeah. And I didn't have one picked out, so okay. I just searched uh, OBS Ford. Got it. And uh, ironically enough, a mutual friend of ours, Jack's truck came <laughs> up. Dude, that's like the wrong truck to, to, to bring up on this podcast. I know. Because it, I... Lisa... Where's a checkbook? Yeah, and even so, when I told Trinity, who's sitting here with us, that he was putting it up for sale, Trin's like, "Why don't we buy it?" Is that what you really said, Trinity? Yeah, dude, you should marry her over <laughs> yeah, again. I, I, uh, that, that's the plan. She wants to do it again in Mexico. Oh, even better. Pick up another dog. Yeah, no, great. No. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so this truck is a '97 F250 extended cab short bed. White with the gray stripe. Oh, gosh. It's got the fiberglass extended cab steps on it, uh, all one-ton running gear uh, with my steering linkage. Right on. What are we uh, doing for springs up front? Is that your, is that coilovers or is that leaf sprung? No, it's the RSK with okay. the stock OBS Okay. So it's not terrible. It's just not going to be like as good as a Super Duty or your system, obviously. No. You've I ridden mean, in that truck. It actually has all the suspension, all of my old suspension from my white and red truck. Okay. Before I did the coilovers. How's she ride? Okay. It, I guess it would be similar to probably how the Princess truck rides. Right. Um, Drives really nice. And this truck has a VE pump, 12 valve Cummins with the ZF5. Okay. And it is a, it drives. I, I have driven this truck. I actually pretty much built this truck i i was a, did most of the conversion on this truck with jack and it is it's a really premium truck it is uh what mileage wise you remember what mileage mileage uh, the ad here says one hundred ninety thousand miles okay um so it's probably running your ac bracket system yes okay and the and our motor mounts uh the the pump was built by by THD, the Hungry Diesel. Okay. It's got it's got a three fifty HE three fifty one turbo with V pump, five by twelve injectors, and a Valor clutch. And that V pump, uh, it it runs so good. Cause you're gonna get some haters here, but it's not a P pump, right? They're right. Like, oh my oh, gosh, it's not, not a P pump, pump right? Ugh. Oh my gosh. Yeah, well, this VE pump, it probably makes 375 to 400 horsepower. Really? Yeah. I okay. would say on the on the top end, it but it gets supreme fuel mileage. It runs super clean. It just is like and it'll tow anything. Like he's used that truck to tow a big trailer to Mexico and back. And it does <laughs> totally fine going over you know all the mountain passes it's got the upgraded 38 gallon rear tank wow it is it's a nice truck and it has our doubled in dash pad in it with an omni dash and this wow so what's he asking for that so this truck is listed for 24,000 now what's cool about that truck is and if uh people don't realize they only made that three quarter ton club cab short box for like what two years or three years i think it was 95 through 97 i, if I remember right 
or any or maybe it was two years. I think it was two years. Yeah, ninety six to ninety seven, and that is besides a Bronco, Lisa. We need to get like I need one of those and a Bronco, and I've got everything covered. Yeah, you got the fleet. That's really what like that three quarter ton club cab is rad because. You can throw the kids in the back seat, the 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 dirt jumper, the twenty inch BMX bikes. You can go hit the dirt jumps on the pump track or the moto scene, and you can still park it. Yeah, and it's not too long. And you could still tow your toy hauler. I think that is one of the coolest bo- uh, setups, club cab short box that I, I dig that setup. I I like the half tons. I had a half ton brick nose like that setup. Right. But I love the three quarter ton stuff. Yeah, because it's a heavier duty. It's a little more robust. It does the job. I, I dig it. And now it's got a Dana sixty under it, so oh, f- it yeah, you know, it's the same thing as a one ton. Right. Um. And yeah, on Facebook, one of my pet peeves with Marketplace okay. is that like the price is listed as one, two, three, four, five. Because Ooh, that's that's a serious price right there. Yeah, Facebook. For or oh, wasn't supposed to mention them. Anyways, marketplace for some reason won't let you list things at whatever you want to value them at. What's that about? I don't know. I think is that an algorithm thing? Can someone from uh, something book call us and let us know right. what that's about? Because it's worth what anybody's willing to pay for it, really. And so this truck, yeah, it's listed for twenty four thousand, and I'm sure there's plenty of people that think that's way too much, but. This is a very, very well sorted truck, and it's it's really one of a kind. It's clean. It right. is. I mean, he the reason he's selling it is because he he's kind of like you in that he's like so worried to drive it, and he just got married, right? Uh, and his wife isn't comfortable driving it, and he's not comfortable letting her drive it, and so it's one of those like it's he just cares about it too much mm-hmm. sort of deal, and so time to move on to a new project but i think the price is actually pretty fair um i i love i mean so i'm always looking for that like i'm always on facebook looking for a three-quarter ton short box i've actually looked at two-wheel drive trucks in california just because that uh the short boxes are are like almost unobtainium if they're clean and low mile right and what's even gnarlier is people are like oh my gosh got a cummins in it you have to realize a lot of those trucks in those years were 460 trucks yeah, and I think a big misconception is that, I mean, at least for me personally, I get a lot of people like, I can't believe you'd pull a 7.3 out. I'm like, no, I didn't pull a 7.3 out. I pulled a 460 out. And if you want to keep your 460, then right. more power to you. Right. But I would rather get double the mileage and double the power, you know, without the 460 and have a Cummins. By the way, box knife, I checked the mileage since we started putting her to the wood. Oh, yeah, what's that? Without the trailer behind it, just back and forth. Two-wheel drive, mind you, everyone. We haven't done the four-wheel drive swap. Yeah. 9.3 miles. Ooh, that is an economy <laughs> I'm like... Does that count as double digits? <laughs> like, I'm like... I told Lisa, I'm like, 9.3 miles. I check, I had, like, rechecked the math at the pump today. <laughs> like, oh it's the first gosh. time we put it on the road. I got all the lock cylinders rekeyed. I got all the stuff cleaned up. We got a... You know, we put a ladder rack on or a lumber rack on it and uh, just started using it. It's kind of like my bike hauler. I was like, it's awesome to haul the moto trailer. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm going to see what this gets for mileage. I really don't care either way. I love 460s. I know people are going to be like, what the hell? You like 460s? I kind of dig them, especially if they're mass air. Oh, yeah. Like like mass air 460s are rad. But I'm like, screw it. And I drove it and I got, I looked at it like, I calculated on my phone, calculated. I'm like, ooh. And I like, 
shit, that's a bad number. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> it's not even four-wheel drive. It doesn't have the extra weight. It's not on 35s yet. Yeah, it's just, what's it geared? It's 410s. Is it auto? Yep. So you are kind of wrapped out yes, on it's, the highway. It's, it's yeah, and I mean we used it for hauling steel, you know, for you know, because we use it for. Uh, so what I needed was I had this little short wide for the shop that I really wanted to dump in the weeds and do. We had a four twenty nine lined up. We're gonna make it yeah. a gas or four twenty nine, and Kenny and Lisa said no. Mm. <laughs> so uh it really wasn't a good shop truck wink wink you know yeah and we kind of need something for hauling steel for hauling like you know if we are getting tires delivered and or i really you know i have an enclosed trailer for motoring i don't want to bring out the big fummins truck or the flatbed truck that'd be you know so um i'm like well, screw it let's just use the 460 and it's like dude the that's savage so people are like i can't believe you put a cummins in it well, like would you like 9.3 miles a gallon or would you like, would you, what's Jack in 24 miles a gallon? Uh, no, I, I would say like on the highway unloaded, like pretty consistently 21. Dude, that's not that far off, but that's no, good shit. It's pretty impressive. And you can pull, I know that, uh, and that's on 35s, right? Yeah. It's, and not very conservative driving. Well, I mean, so it's, it's, I, I get it. I dig both sides. I, if you want to stay with a gasser, do it. I let's sure. do some. Let's do a supercharger. Let's do some long tube headers. I mean, let's do some making gnarly stuff. Um, it's all what you want, right? Yeah, and I I have nothing against four sixties either. Besides the gas, <laughs> besides mileage. the ga- because they'll, they'll pull anything except pull past the gas station. Yeah, exactly. They'll pass everything except, except the, the gas, gas station. station. Right, yeah. right, yeah. Um, so. That's awesome. Jack's truck, I've seen that truck in person, and we didn't just pick this truck out because we know Jack. We yeah, this it. was an accident. This, you punched it OBS. <laughs> that came up, and it's funny because I didn't know if that truck sold or not. It's been on there for about a month. He's had a, quite a few people say they were going to come and get it, right. and then they either didn't show up. Yeah, I think most of them are that they didn't show up, or they've shown up, and then they're like, I need to, I, I want it, I just have to come up with the money. So. How do you finance that? Like, do you go to your bank and say, I've got this uh, truck that I want to buy, and can you loan against, can I get a loan for this? Yeah, you know, I think you can't go just get a regular traditional car payment, okay. as far as I know, unless maybe a unique credit union might be willing to do <laughs> unique? that. Unique? Like like Guido's credit credit union? Like they're going to fucking like... Or like a local credit union that's sure. not like Chase or Bank of America where... That knows you, that knows, yeah. Yeah. Sure. You right. may be able to do that or you may be able to do like a, a signature loan. Right. Um, or maybe... I, I don't know. Honestly, it it sounds kind of harsh, but if you, if you can't afford to to buy a truck like that without getting a loan, then you're probably not in the financial position to to do that. You should probably maybe uh, own a house first to park right. that truck exactly. at. Right, and, exactly. And that's not a diss on anybody. That's just like financial advice. Like, Part of life. Yeah, like buy, buy an appreciating asset. Well, but <laughs> as in a house... But the way the, the truck market's going, you still might be buying an appreciating asset, getting paying twenty grand for a truck like that. Dude, it's funny. I know a twenty-year-old kid that has a badass Ford Falcon that's gnarly. He's got a gnarly mint condition OBS. Yeah. Got a little daily, and I'm like, dude, I don't remember having any of those cool rigs when I was your age. Right. I'm like, fuck, dude. I I feel pretty like, oh, I'm not as cool as you at your age. Yeah, but where does he live? his mom see <laughs> i mean 
I I'm more of the mindset of I would rather like make wise financial investments this for my day and future age. and then have toys. Right. This day and age though, everyone looks at it differently. Yeah. Hey, and you to know each what? their own. Each to their own. If it works for you now, go for it. Hope it pans out. And all that to be said, if you can go buy this truck and you're looking for an extended cab, short box, four wheel drive, like I they're I would not out highly there. recommend it. They are not out there. It might be sold by the time this actually airs, but yeah, it's cool. Yeah, uh, I look every evening, sorry, Lisa, I look every evening for short cab, extended cab truck, F-250s. And I look for clean ones, you know, low mile gassers, diesel. I would take a gasser, to be honest with you. Yeah. And I look for them that are uh, OG, and they're rare. They are. They're hard to come by. There was that gold one a while yes, ago in, in your area, yeah, in your neck of the neighborhood in Bend. Four sixty-five speed truck, like a six-inch lift, thirty-sevens or something like that. Yeah, or four on thirty-fives. I don't remember. It was remember. cool looking. It was, it was very nice. Cool. I really, I really liked it. I, I like the fact that you can throw like just that club cab, not a full crew cab. It's not so long that when you go into the store that it's like, oh shit, I gotta park this sucker and yeah, you know. But it's short enough that you can. It's like, you know what it is? It's like a mullet. It's it's business up front, party <laughs> yeah. in the back. That's yes. what that is. That's yeah, exactly it what is. that is. They're great. Which kind of leads into the next topic of like the Oregon trucks or Pacific Northwest, even California. Uh, we are, so we're at our, uh, we're at the uh, Conahan compound here and we're at, uh, it's in Lacombe, Oregon. And we are not that far away from the epic mecca of obs forge you know that right yeah like if we if we sh- like point that way we're gonna like point to lebanon sweet home which is it's got them they're all over the place i have a theory on that go ahead as we talked it. about this a few episodes back and i think that part of that is the logging industry because crew yeah. cab fords are pretty known right like, from the beginning for logging industry and so you get a you know, Sweet Home is a logging town. Heck yeah, it is. And if you've got, you know, for buying crummies, you know, you need crew cab. And then if you're like the top dog, like you want to have the nicest, newest truck. Right. And they kept their trucks nice. Like, I just, I don't know if that's exactly why, but I feel like that's, we find a lot of those. It's funny because I went uh, this morning and I went to go get fuel. I, I drove into Staten, which is another town that's here in the valley that's off the beaten path that has a bunch of OBS Fords. I drove into Staten. I stopped at the gas station, right? I got box knife. I'm putting some fuel in her, right? Because it's a 460, obviously. Yeah. Talked about. <laughs> and um, across the street, guy pulls up, white OBS Ford. You know how I am? White. Oxford White. Oxford White. He owns a body shop. And he's hooking on to a, a car hauler. He's hauling this, uh, pulling this little GTI Jetta thing or whatever. And it's like, rrr, rrr. I'm like, fuck yeah, this is badass. Meanwhile, a guy pulls up with a gnarly jet sled boat. So if you're, if oh, you don't know man. about the Pacific Northwest, jet sleds are a big deal here in the val in the valley here because which fishing. is like a big aluminum yep, boat it's big, that's dude, it's, meant for going over rocks and yeah, rivers. Yeah, just gnarly four wheel drive boat is how I call it. Yeah, right. right? It's like a four wheel drive model. <laughs> yeah. So it's it pulls up a brick nose. I forgot to tell Kenny because he'd been like all over it. What's cool about it? Uh, it sounded like it had a Cummins in it. Pretty distinct, Ooh. right? But it wasn't over the top. It had some like uh, Mickey Thompsons on it. 35s, maybe a subtle lift, and the guy was using it. It was like getting used. It had a two-tone brown, like that's some weird color schemes back nice. then. A tan brown. Oh yeah. 
fuck, it was awesome. And I'm such an introvert, right? Like, I want to go over and talk to the guy, but I don't want to talk to the guy. And I'm just like, this is the moment where I should have a business card, right? And go, hey, truck show in August. Bring yeah. that thing. Yeah, you should. Right? But my dumb ass is like, oh, I'm kind of like, I don't know. And he... You know, and I'm driving box knife. Looks like a looks like a you know like a lawn care van. You're a rig, <laughs> it does. right? Like it, it totally looks like a rig. Does. It does. Like I'm like, gonna mow some lawns. Yeah. Um, but I just like I stopped for a moment and I just had this big shitting grin on my face. Like this is the valley. This is the Pacific Northwest that people don't know about. That and these trucks, both of them, were being used and they were great condition. Oh yeah, we don't have rust. We don't have like the gnarly rust. No. The panels were great. The factory paint actually on the brick nose was gnarly. It looked great. Yeah. And the guy, it was an XL truck. Had no tint. Had nothing like that. It was Oof. just, just, just clean. Yeah. You know what's funny is so, for everybody listening, I drove over here from Bend, which is only like two hours away, just over the hill. And as I was coming down your street, like mm-hmm. or whatever the street was up there, and then you turn onto your street. Okay. Uh, I'm following, following a crew cab, Oxford White crew cab, long bed, Power Stroke, OBS, towing a horse trailer, and they, you know, they turned on your street, and I keep following. I'm like, oh, I wonder if they're going to Devin's house too. <laughs> nope, they pulled into another driveway. It was real clean. It looked nice. real nice, just like a couple doors really? down from you. Yeah, and uh, like. Yeah, they are all over the place here. It's it's funny because I know the guys uh, back east or Texas. They'll at, you know like we'll, we'll get messages sent to us. Hey, can you go look at this truck? Or hey, we found this truck. And it's like I think we are so numb to it here in the valley. And another area that's really uh, prominent with Springfield. Uh, yeah, it's really prominent, which is funny because it's right against Eugene, right? Which is comical, but um, it's <laughs> Eugene for those listening is uh, more of like the granola type of town. Sure, and Springfield is like your logging more town. Logging town, and, and they're, they're right like, up against yeah, yeah, same same. Which is funny, but and that's hence where Sky Manufacturing is. Sky yep. off road or sky. I'm sorry, sky off road is Springfield. Oregon. I can never get them right. Like is sky off road. Okay, yeah, it, got it, it. Yeah, but that's where you know and. If you know the history, Sky was the first to build a shackle reversal for OBS Fords. Yeah, he pretty much uh, started it. Yep, he's the OG. He's the guy that like, started that idea. Um, but yeah, you go to Springfield, and it's like there's OBSs everywhere. You go to Sweet Home, like we said. You go to Lebanon. You go to Staten, Sublimity, um, Albany, obviously where our shop is. Um, that's what's badass about Pacific Northwest. I know we have, we're on the news for the bullshit up north. We hit we but, oh yeah right like we're we're, like, we're Oregon not Portland, and I I just right where I'm gonna pull a plug like let's see Jack get the hell out of here and like oh wait a minute there's OBS Fords here. <laughs> <laughs> right you know it's funny you say it because even Bend is is the same way like we had there are so many of them like just driving from the highway into my house right and where my shop is uh, you'll pass probably twenty of them that you see at different houses and we i can drive around my neighborhood and find countless obs fords and the other day one of my buddies who is you know in the automotive industry and lives in the same area as me was driving around calls me he's like dude i just found a crew cab long bed 94 with an idi turbo idi in it my dad's got a 7.3 that's got like 140,000 miles on it but it's just like a parts truck why don't we pick that up, stick 7.3 <laughs> in it? You know, like, 
like an actual power stroke. Right. But like this is just in my neighborhood, like just down the street, and it's rust free, clean, perfect tailgate, nice interior, and so did you have an Air Ford sitting in your in your uh, shop? Then? Well, I called the guy like three times, never answered, and finally, you know, saw him at his house because mm-hmm. I kept driving by. Went and asked. He's like, "Oh yeah, I should take the for sale sign off on it. I think some guy from Texas is coming to pick it up." It's not Paul and Chris, is it? No, I asked. <laughs> I was, I was like, "Is it Paul or Chris?" He's like, "No, it's some. I don't know." Like, the two guys that ride girls' bikes. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> wow, I, I, I th- dude, it's uh, those guys. They do they know that market? They know it well. They kill. They it. do, and they keep really good eye on things. Yeah. Um, that being said. People go, well, you know, what do you see differently here in the Valley or the Pacific Northwest? If you're back east or anywhere like that, I didn't realize, like, how lucky we are. Like, right. Mark Vega, he, I think probably said his last name wrong, v- Vega. Vega? I, I always thought there was an N because it always looks like vagina. <laughs> Mark Vagina is, I mean, I know him. He's hey, a nice guy. He's awesome. He is so rad. Dude, Can guy, guy can ride a 20-inch bike, dude. He's a oh, serious yeah, he's rider. He's killer on a BMX. Yeah. So I remember talking to him, and he's like, yeah, I don't I don't take this thing out uh, in the wintertime. I'm like, excuse me? What'd you say? Goes, and yeah, this salt. To interject, it's a 24V OBS Fummins Right, just a gnarly Instagram. individual. I've talked to him. I, I try to talk to him once a month, you know, if I can, you know. Yeah back east but he is just a savage dude i love it and you know he's like yeah dude you don't like you don't take this shit out in the winter time the salt on the road eats them up yeah just rusts everything out i i didn't know that and he actually went through like his whole cab and had to redo like cab corners and some rocker stuff and now i think because they his family's owned that truck since it was new uh, I just listened to the Diesel podcast, and they okay. talked about. They had him on there, and uh, he said, "Yeah, his dad bought it for for plowing." Right. I'm like, "Holy shit, dude! That thing actually like plowed like parking lots and shit." Yeah. Like I'm like, that seems nuts to me. That's crazy. But so, once he gets all the rust, like he got all the rust right? fixed, and now he's like not driving in the winter. Well, and like uh, another gentleman I know, Garrick Mazon, or. Uh, Gary, like, I think he's a big deal on Facebook and stuff like that. And, and I talked to him, and he's like, the Rust Belt is, like, we don't, we're so lucky we're away from that scene. Here here in the Valley, Pacific Northwest, Eastern Oregon, we don't have that. It, we don't use salt on the roads. And no. our, our climate's so mellow here, especially. Yours not yours a little bit more snowy, icy. Yeah, and, and but you, it's dry. you typically know, like, a Central Oregon car by the rock chips sure. on the, like, on the paint in the front. Because it's, it's, you guys use the cinders on the road. Yeah, and you pretty much count on replacing a windshield once a year. It, oh, really? It's that bad? Well, I mean, maybe every couple years. I always but, can tell a Central Oregon truck when you look on the frame, and it's got, like, it's almost like it's sandblasted. Yeah, <laughs> right? that's like, all the... Yeah, like the under factory undercoating, if it had any, it's mm-hmm. gone. Yep, it's all the cinders. Yep, and so we have like what Oregon, East Oregon is like all cinder on the shoulders is all cindery, that kind of stuff. Well, and that's like the the dirt, like that's kind of our climate. Mm-hmm. And once you get over the hill, like you said right. for riding moto over there, it's the dirt the, sucks. The dirt sucks, yeah. um, and it's like doing any construction. You dig down six inches and you hit lava rock. It's it's and that's lava rock ground up is what that is correct? Yeah, it's just all lava rock and 
yeah, cinder is basically like red lava rock that's ground up into, you know, almost like a, a gravel, sure. like a, a fine gravel that you lay out on an icy, icy snowy road and that helps give you traction, which I'll take that over salt oh. any day of the week. Like rock chips, yeah. that can be easily fixed and touched up. Rust is like, they call it cancer for a reason. It right. spreads, and it is a cancer to a vehicle. So I remember uh, when Eric and I flew into Kentucky, and then yeah. we were going to do that truck show. I remember being on whatever interstate it was, and there was a brand-new Tacoma. This is in Kentucky, right? Brand-new Tacoma, like what the wife drives, and it's got a quarter rusted out already. In, like, the back fender, right. just, just like, above the Right, the and I'm just arch. like, I was like, what in the fuck is that? And yeah. I'm like, holy shit, that's a normal thing. The guy's like, uh, uh, Ryan, you know, from Obvious Brotherhood's like, oh, that's a normal thing. That's normal. Yeah, totally. Like, yeah, no big deal. Just, like, you know, fix that. It That, to me, and what's funny is I sometimes I look at car dealerships, I'm like, how do you, like, how many people actually replace their cars that often? Like, because where we live... If you maintain your car or your truck or right. whatever, it can last you a long, long time. But I like I don't think about how the rust belt area, like they do, like they, they literally just rust apart and you have to go get a new one. Well, what we don't realize is that when people are working on these trucks, that's what they're dealing with. I mean, look how you look at like – some of the stuff on Instagram, Facebook, and like it was back east in that area, people are like blowing stuff apart with blow torches or you oh, know, yeah. air hammers. I know, you know, my dad, who's from Kansas originally, always told me when he was working on cars back there, it was like, oh, we're going to do exhaust work or whatever. Let's grab the blow torch. You know, let's buy, grab the cutting torch. Yep. You know, so my guy, my, my hat's off to anyone in that area that's keeping these things alive or if you're into any other body style vehicle. More power to you guys. You guys are killing it. We're like pussies over here. We're like, we got the easy oh, rigs, right? right? Yeah. Like, if I see any rust, I'm like, eh, that's yeah. condemned. <laughs> well, I know Chris has like got that low mile F Super Duty truck. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, I would have condemned that a long time ago, bud. But those guys are hardcore charging. And Chris is like, no, no, it's like it's low miles. It's like 21K. And I'm like, dude, I my hat's off to you because you're killing it. I would have like thrown in the towel and said, F that. Let's build a custom frame for it or just buy a different mm. rig, <laughs> right? Yeah, exactly. But, you know, with with the the more trucks that end up getting just tossed because of that, right? the fewer that are going to be out there. So if they're saving them and, and doing, you know, doing it right where they're getting rid of the rust and protecting everything, then that's great. You know, it keeps them on the road and we don't lose as many. Uh, yeah, that's true. I mean uh, – Anytime that you take a rig like that and you bring it back to life, I'm stoked. Yeah. I, I just think it's, you know, you and me have talked about, it. we're not purists. We no. don't, we, I mean, we don't hate on purists. We don't hate on fully modified. We just dig the body style. If you're into it, we're into it, that kind of thing. Um, yeah, the, the mentality of like, oh, it needs to be modified or it needs to be all stock is, you know, if that's what you're into, good for you. We just like to see these trucks, like, kept alive. Right. I can appreciate somebody that's got just a completely stock truck, still factory Alcoas, like, everything is original. I totally appreciate that. And I can appreciate the, you know, like, 
lifted to where the tires are underneath the wheel wells and you got like i'm looking i'm looking i'm almost there bud well on that, on that one i guess the style i mean like the you know right. like low pros yeah low pros like tanner gromley we're talking to you yeah like that's cool too i mean i that wouldn't that's not what i would do on my personal truck but i'm not gonna hate on it like i mean somebody put a lot of time and effort into that so sure. that. It's totally cool too. If you're into rubber bands on your wheels, more power to you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, more power to you. I, it's funny because it that brings me on another topic. Isn't it funny how like the wheel size has changed? Oh my god, dude! I remember 15s, like fuck yeah, dude, 15 inch wheels, woo! And then it was like 16 fives. Okay, that's cool. I remember uh, a buddy of ours saying I was putting sixteen five welds. I ordered super singles, brand new. This is gonna date me. Yeah, right? this is gonna date me. How old I am? He, I ordered sixteen fives, and he goes, "You know, you should probably order 17s. He was a hardcore arc, uh, off road guy. He goes, "You should order seventeen. Really? What oh, yeah. year was this? I don't know. I don't want to say. Like <laughs> early two thousands or late nineties? Oh, for sure. It was probably so. I bought the first ob uh, like the aeronose obs back in um before i was married so shit i'd probably say 99 which is this one that's that one yep you bought that before you were married yes so you've been with the princess longer yes. than lisa no 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 right before we got married right before uh, we got married. you know why my old man made a comment he goes listen Buy the truck that you want because once you get married, <laughs> you're not gonna be able to buy it. You can't buy it. <laughs> yep. 2005 uh, or 2006? No, it was earlier than that. It was way earlier than that. It was we were still dating. I remember going to your house, picking you up for a date. And your mom's like, "Why is he driving a truck that's so like that's for for like four or like six people?" <laughs> like, why would I'm like? I told my mother a lot because you want lots of kids. No. <laughs> Corgis and dogs, yes. Yeah. Kids, mm. uh, I told her, I said, because I want to buy a truck that does it all. I want to buy a crew cab that I can keep forever that will haul kids, haul dogs, whatever I need. Four-door trucks are like, in my opinion, God made tits, sliced bread, and crew cab trucks. Yeah. Pretty much. It's one way to look at it. And so I said, hey, I want, you know, so anyway, I remember my mother-in-law, or future mother-in-law saying, well, why do you need a you know, it's a big truck. Well, I'm a small guy, so I got a big truck. I don't know. But <laughs> I mean, like, I'm saying that. But anyway, back to the weld thing, it was like 99. Because I remember my brother picked up a 99 Super Duty. That was right when they Ooh, changed. Yeah, like the first. Right. Like, you know, that, that was the big change. And I remember, like, going, oh, I got an OBS, but, you know, oh, well, I'm oh, okay. Oh, you were You're, bummed I, out because he like, had a I was, Super Duty? I was kind of, like, bummy, but he got a V10. I had a 460, uh, and I'm like... Screw it, right? I'd rather have a, v, a 460 than a V10. Well, yeah. And so uh, I got it, and um, I remember, like, I wanted, like, weld super singles. Yeah. I'm an OG weld kind of guy. I I can't I mean, argue with that. I just I love that like wheel. I like those a lot. And so I remember back to what we talked about, started with, was 16.5s. And an off-road guy that I knew, is like one of my dad's first employees, told me, he goes, hey, get 17s i'm like oh that's stupid right like why would i do such a thing right and now i look back and go god damn it i should have got 17s because you could still get tires for them yeah it sucks i mean you can get 16.5 like boggers or something i don't know like yeah but but finding 16.5s anymore is just a pain but going off of that it's funny how the wheel size has changed oh yeah like what used to be like you know like 
17s and then 18s and now it's 20s. I almost think you're going to start seeing that 20s are going to be like, I wonder, I wonder. I think 20s are going to be cheaper. Dude, it's just funny because, right? Like, no one's running 20 sold, son. You got to go 22s or 24s. Like, oh, shit. Right. You know? Well, so, I was thinking about that because I just ordered those 18-inch wheels. And I'm like, hmm, should I have gotten 20s? No, your that choice you got those methods. Yeah, no, they're no. Would you get method? What'd you get? Fuel trophies. Hmm. I think so. We got on Lisa's Toyota. No. They're slightly different because I was at once you guys showed up uh, last week. Right. I was looking at them like, oh, those were the other ones I was looking at. So there's something there's something different, huh? slightly different. But I that was one of the options. I dig that uh, that that wheel, but it's funny because like you know, it's everyone is upping the game when it comes to wheel size. Like right. everyone's going like twenties aren't enough, twenty twos, twenty fours. Like where's it end? Where do we? Do you think it like peaks out and goes going backwards? Well, I mean, <laughs> you look at like the donk culture. The, like, yes. Which I can get down with that. Really? I, oh, dude, what? I grew up in no Southern way. California. I mean, I. You did not grow up in Southern California. You were like, well, you were born in, so- in SoCal and yeah. then came to Bend. Right. I mean, I just. There's something about them that they're cool. Really? You dig that cult, that, that, that look, huh? Yeah, I mean. It's not something I would have on my everyday driver. Dude, I've known John for a while. Trinity, do you know this about your husband, that he likes the dunk culture? <laughs> oh, I like it all. That's like, awesome. I really do. I I, I love, like, like lowrider C10s, or, right. like, the lowrider community, even the mini trucks. Yes. Body drop Toyotas. Yes, yes. Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, <laughs> I, I was watching Faster with Finnegan, and he's like a mini truck kind of guy. And he has, he like, I can't remember what he was, where he was talking about, but he had something dropped, a little mini truck thing that he was working on. I'm like, I remember the Nissan hard bodies dropped. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, that's badass. Uh, when I was mine, a kid, my neighbor had a Nissan hard body, and he bagged it. Bed was off, C notch frame. <sighs> And he would every time he rolled past my house, he had uh, magnesium balls. Okay. On the <laughs> <laughs> magnesium. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> they were they were bolted to the bottom of the. Sure, plane. sure. I know what you're talking about. People <laughs> yeah. are like magnesium balls. Did like cancer or something? <laughs> no, no, no. But that way you can air it out right. and lay frame and just send sparks everywhere. And he would roll by. I was like. 10 9 or 10 and watching this i was like oh my gosh that's the coolest thing ever so people uh we're gonna spin off the obs trucks <laughs> and we're gonna talk about mini trucks uh yeah i dude there was a movie with samuel jackson where he was a school teacher i cannot remember the name of the movie and i hope everyone listening can know this but it's an old school movie he's a school teacher or vice principal or something like that anyway there was like a bad uh a, like a he, I think he ends up like getting killed by some kids, right? I, I know what movie. Yeah, do I you don't remember, remember the Toyota is. in that? It was a it was a single cab, short box Toyota. It was slammed in the weeds, like, and it said "classic" atop the wind uh, yes. the windshield. And I, it was like the older body style before it went from the to the uh, from square to the rounded one. Yes, and I'm like, I would love to have one of those. You could throw a moto bike in the back. Yeah, you could you could like easy to get in. You could just moto down. It'd be so badass. Yeah, those are sweet. Like, drop a little 350 in it. Yeah. Fuel injection. Like, do an aftermarket fuel injection. Just gnarly. Just 
it'd be so fun. It would. So yeah, anyway, we better steer back to OBS ports. We're gonna we're gonna, we're gonna steer <laughs> the ship back around. <laughs> but all that to be said, it's fun to enjoy like the the art and culture of all the different. It's so funny how there are so many different communities and so many different cultures of right. of cars and and I just want people to know like I like all of them. It, it, it not that I'm like hating on it, but it like really surprised me that donk culture gets you. Wow. I mean. I would never invest my own money into building a donk, but when you, when I see them and like I see what people do with them, I'm like uh, I think it's cool. <laughs> do you remember Training Day with Denzel Washington? Oh yeah, and I love when he pulls up the Monte Carlo and yeah. it's got the wire, like the Dayton's on it, oh. and it just like burp, burp, like pulls up and just like hydros. I'm like, fuck yeah, dude, that'd be I, badass. I secretly want a G body. Do you really? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. With like. Two twelves in the trunk. People, we're we're like we're, we're, we're finding some shit out about John we need to talk about. <laughs> oh man! But yeah, back to OBS trucks. Back to OBS trucks. Uh, I don't know what topic we were on, but we're going somewhere. Yeah, you know, I think the one that would be fun to cover would be uh, like the top things that we do when we get a new to us oh, okay. OBS truck. You know. That's a big topic. It um, is. Yeah. And we, you know, we could save that for later. No, I'm, I'm down, dude. I, I mean, we still got a whole bottle of that whiskey. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's not whole. Well, it's like three quarters. So, um, <laughs> no, I, I think everyone operates differently. Some guys, I remember when I was, when you're younger, you don't like look at the maintenance items. You just go for the flashy things or you're just like, Hey, let's throw a lift on this or right, whatever. You want it to look cool. You want to be proud of what you're driving. Yeah, and you know, is that an ego thing? To, you know, or just like into the cool shit? Who cares? I just, you know, if when you're young, you kind of you like, hey, I want to lift this sucker and drive it, and like, and cool wheels. Fuck yeah, dude, cool yeah, wheels. Yeah, of course. Yeah, so, you know, fifteen, sixteens back in the day. You know, seventeens, whatever you're into, twenties, twenty fours. I think what's missing though is a lot of people, and it doesn't have to be younger generation or whatever. It could be the older generation as well. They buy these trucks, and like you, the first thing you should always do, I'd go through all the systems. I, dude, so many times we get these rigs in the shop. Yeah, they've been lifted. They've got tons of money invested in them, and then you pull the wheels off it. Wheel cylinders are blown out of it. It's leaking fluid all over the rear shoes. You got yeah. all kinds of worn out suspension parts, and we had and it one in clunks the and rattles down the road. Uh, so that kind of brings us into our topic that we talked or we were going to discuss. What's in the shop today? What you've what you've seen in the yeah. shop, right? Yeah, you know, um, you know, we have an automotive shop that's been around since 1979, our, uh, and we see a lot of vehicles come and go. OBS Broncos, OBS trucks, you know, you name it. Um, John has a more, he's a dude, he's got more of a savage business going on there. He's got unique shit going on. I'm always jealous about it. And you've seen some weird, you've seen some shit that comes and goes as well. And what do you see so much as rigs that show up or stuff that you're working on that a customer brings you? And you're like, well, before you invest money into that, maybe you should do this, right? Yeah, um, one of the real recent ones is actually an OBS. Um, a neighbor of mine, actually a local sheriff. Okay. Uh, very cool guy, and he's got a pristine 
crew cab long bed, white with a blue, uh, the baby blue, like not the the short white. Okay. Blue, but like it's uh, a lighter color. Obviously. Yeah, that lighter color. I have one question. Yeah. Does you want to sell it? No. Oh damn it. I already asked. <laughs> I pretty much ask everybody that brings like a decent OBS to the shop. I'm like, so you want to just sell <laughs> you it? You want to sell it? <laughs> and I actually pissed one guy off. Like what? Yeah, he. Uh, this side note, but he, my buddy called me to come over to his shop because he's like, hey, I think I sold a suspension kit for you, which is not that hard to do right now. I've right. found. He shows up in this flawlessly clean crew cab short box, uh, white with blue, that royal blue, 460 truck on welds, owned it since it was new, and like it's perfect. And the first thing I said was, so do you want to just sell it? And he's like, no. Like he got mad, and I like, oh okay, my bad, my bad. But uh, yeah, so this how dare you? Yeah, this this other truck, the the white and blue one, crew cab long bed ninety seven showed up, and base it's seven three truck. It was in for you know a hard start in the cold. Uh, needs glow plugs, your standard stuff on a seven three in cold weather. Ten four and. You know, every year he gets down and like paints the fr- keep, touches up the frame to keep it all black and like it. It is a nice truck, but like driving it, everything rattles inside. The door panels need all of your fixes. The 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 door latch assembly, like it feels like you're gonna break that handle mm-hmm. every time, like we talked about last episode. Yeah. Um, the steering's smoked. Like it just it looks really good, but it needs so much and and what's funny is he's he's tired of driving it because of all of those things. He won't get rid of it, um, but he he doesn't enjoy using it because it has all of the little quirks and the annoying things. So that's that's one of the things that I've seen lately and and the more I, I talk to him and work with him and let him drive my truck, the more he's like, "Oh, yeah." So I, I think we need to I think we need to do this and we need to do that and yeah. It's uh it's kind of a different world though when it's a, it's reversed and someone buys one of those trucks right and they pay top dollar and they get it and then you they bring it in like I want to do this and this and we go well we should just give it a safety inspection real quick yeah. And you find these things, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't believe it. And well, it's like, well, it's a 20 to like 25 year old truck. I mean, what do you expect? And someone hasn't maintained it. Yeah. Or it hasn't been addressed. And these are the things you should do before you invest money in wheels, tires, and all the fancy stuff or make it ride better is work on the shit that needs to be taken care of for maintenance reasons, be it just fluid exchanges or ball joints and U joints or you know, hinges or whatever. And a lot of people don't realize that when you get involved in this kind of stuff. Yeah, because right now, the way the market is, you're going to pay pretty top dollar if the truck is clean. You yes. know, it it really doesn't matter if it's, if it's got worn out ball joints or U-joints or, you know, door panels are, are a little loose you're still going to pay top dollar and you need to be ready to invest some money in bringing it back up to par. And, and I think that 
in order to not get tired of driving it and so annoyed with the little quirks, like have that in mind that like you need to 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 fix that stuff. Make it to where when you close the doors, you don't hear the door panels rattling. When and that could just be a simple plastic Christmas tree clip. Exactly. That's not that expensive. No, it's, it's just not. A couple little like spend like maybe an hour. Yeah. Yeah. And and it'll save you a lot of heartache in the long run. And and doing just your general maintenance stuff, getting it back up to par is really going to I think set like like start you off on a good platform to then upgrade, you know, from there. We had a rig come in the shop this week. Um it was uh it's a bummer cuz I hate seeing these rigs. This uh, person bought it I, I tell people always get a pre-purchase inspection. Same. Dudes, find a solid shop. And they're like, well, how do you find a sh- solid shop? Well, it's like uh, we, for one, are a TechNet shop. We have to meet a couple criteria to be a TechNet shop. Um, can you, what's a TechNet? A TechNet shop means you can go anywhere in the United States, and if we do a repair, it's warrantied all the way anywhere from Texas to California to wherever. You just find a TechNet shop, and that warranty carries over. Oh, that's – It's pretty badass, yeah. It's, it covers all of our parts and labor, and if it's something to do with like an install or repair or whatever, a part failure, it's warrantied. So does that count too? Like if if somebody brings you an OBS to do like skies, Super Duty Springs, and so or whatever. technically anything we touch is warranted. Wow. Now when it comes to like a skies product, if it was something to do with a skies product or anyone else's aftermarket, then it would fall on them. You know, like a customer yeah, calls yeah. me, hey, this this thing cracked or whatever, then I'd call the manufacturer. But we stand, you know, our warranty's three years, thirty six. Perfect. Pretty rad, right? Oh yeah. So. I, ha- I always tell people when they call or they ask, hey, I'm looking for this OBS, what should I look for? First thing I say is, dude, just find a shop nearby you that's a, maybe a TechNet shop or look at the reviews, see what they look like, check that out, use some common sense, but get a opinion. I mean, some guys may be super mechanical, but you're not going to have a hoist at the person you're buying's you know, house, yeah. or you're not going to take the time and go, excuse me, sir, I want to pull the wheel off this truck and check the brakes. You know, like, yep. I'll pull all the four wheels off. I want to shake down the front end, you know. Exactly. So what sucks, though, is this rig came to us, person bought it, you know, great, it's awesome. And then we get into it, and it was uh, like a death wobble at high speed, super unsafe. And he had taken it to somewhere else. They put parts on it, and it doesn't oh, fix yeah. it. And then they contacted us, and we look at it, and we find that the frame is cracked by the steering no box. No way. What was it? Uh, the Bronco. What year? Uh, it was like a 95, 96 Bronco, right? Cracked at the steering. So I'm going to back up because when I was looking for a crew cab to make the flatbed truck, I actually uh, looked at a couple rigs but to do that project with, and I found one up in uh, like uh, Portland area. Okay. And the guy said, hey, it's a 7.3, whatever. And uh, but it's got this death wobble that is at 30 miles an hour. You pretty much go in the ditch. Really? Yeah. And I thought, oh, he's full of shit. <clears throat> Kenny and I hopped on, hopped in Lisa's Toyota. Drove up there. Yep. Truck was badass. Had like a Banks kit on it. It was pretty gnarly. Very clean. Paint was pretty immaculate. Guy was super cool. Listened to punk music when I showed up. I was totally down for it. Awesome guy. Yeah. He's like, I'm gonna tell you right now, it's a two wheel drive truck, which I could deal. I can deal that. I'm gonna yeah, four wheel drive easy. all day long. 
And he goes, but at 30 miles an hour, it develops a death wobble. And I'm going to tell you right now, which if I was selling this thing, man, I would not let a person drive it. It was that scary. Wow. So we get into this thing. I go to hop into it. I get up to 25 miles an hour. Kenny's with me, if I remember right. It's so gnarly, I had to go in the other lane to Whoa. get the thing controlled. And I'm like, holy shit. And the guy could not figure it. He's like, yeah, I think I might have a frame crack or something like that. I turn around. I go back at like five miles an hour. I'm like, what in the hell is going on with this truck? And I get up there and I, I get underneath it and I had Kenny grab the wheel. And now for everyone that's listening, how we diagnose uh, steering and suspension is we always have one person in the vehicle, flex the steering wheel back and forth. Yep, that and then way. And look underneath and see what we have. I found the frame was separating at the cross member. Really? Yeah, like, dude, like the, the factory rib- rivets? Yeah, it like broke apart and it's separating. So then the front end's like the whole – the only thing keeping the front end together was the front bumper. No No way. shit, dude. I'm like – and I told Lisa, I called her. I'm like, remember I called – I think I called her and I said, well, I looked at this truck. It could be what we need, but I'm telling you right now we're going to have a towed. Yeah. Because there's no way you're driving this home. And the guy said on the on – the, on the, Craigslist ad goes, you could drive it home. <laughs> Slowly. <laughs> Slowly. I'm like, from like Portland to like the valley? Are you serious? With a life insurance policy. It was sketchy shit. And I'm just like, holy shit. And so when I when I see this Bronco, going back to the Bronco that came in, I was just like, I, you know, and this guy had this Bronco. He bought it, drove it, death wobble from what I understood and then took it to a place and they threw like tie rods on it new steering gear all this shit and it's still the same thing yeah they didn't diagnose it they just threw parts at it because they assumed and what happens is it sours the relationship of the customer with that vehicle and with any automotive shop they're like well I can't trust anybody sure it's like yes you can you just have to find the right place which sucks but I always think of it different though I think of the latter like I always think like it sours the relationship of the the person, the individual with that vehicle. Yeah, you get angsty of what you bought, the money you spent. You're hating it at that point. You're it's like, always in the shop. It's fucking old, and I hate it. What did I buy? It doesn't matter if it's an OBS, if it's a if it's an Audi. It doesn't matter if it's a Toyota. I don't care what it is. Yeah, that is a thing. And I hope people know that not everyone's an expert on these trucks, and I sure as fuck am not. But I always tell people. Give it a once over. Have someone a well, shop or whatever. Let me interrupt you. You are you're more of an expert than than most people. Like don't don't sell yourself short on that. Like well, I am short, so that probably. Well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I, poor yes, word choice. Sure, I, I I get that. You and I are are more experts in these than most shops would be, and and would be great places to take them to. Correct. Um, just we don't know everything. We're always well, learning. You're, you're, it doesn't matter how long you've been around them. It doesn't matter what it is. There's always something to learn, in my opinion. And le- at least that's what I've found. Exactly. So, um, But I just get bummed. When I see shit like that, that someone has spent money yep. that to fix it or whatever. It's like a Les Schwab or something that like put like put parts on it. I'm just like, yeah. dude, and it sucks. It does because you got to be the bearer of bad news. And you're the bad guy. Yep. Right? So I, I – that's a thing that I want people to know that if you're going to buy something like that, and I know some people think, well, I, I know these trucks. I'm an expert or whatever. If I was going to go buy a truck, like nowhere near where I live, and I couldn't take it back to the shop. I couldn't pull the wheels off it. I couldn't like right. get a pry bar, get the suspension unloaded, check the ball joints, which people are like, what do you mean? Like 
unload the suspension and check the ball joints. I would ha- I'd pay for a shop to do it. Like yeah. find a shop, even though I I'm doing this for a long time, I would still do you, that. If you lose three or five hundred bucks on a Who pre-purchase cares? inspection, it might save your ass. It probably saved you thousands. Well, I always tell customers that I say, hey, the money that like the things that we may tell you, like we may, hey, this is going on. You may be able to negotiate the to the person you're buying to save you some money. That's the whole point. Because if it's not listed in the average, in my eyes, when I'm buying something, right? If it's not listed in your ad, and I find that that's wrong with it, right? Then that should come off the price. So, like a front end work for people that haven't gone down this road, ball joints. Let's say, let's say, OBS Ford, which pretty conservative on ball, ball, on ball joints. Unless it's a Super Duty, it's Super Duties eat up ball joints a little more. They weren't as stout from the factory. Right. OBSs kind of like last a longer time. But usually OBS is if it's like 300K. It needs ball joints. It's going to need ball joints. So you pull, you, you're like, people are like, well, that doesn't sound so expensive. Well, really, you have to pull the knuckles off. How do you get the knuckles off? Well, you got to pull the wheel bearings off. When you get the wheel bearings apart, those wheel bearings have that many miles on them. Might as well do it then. You're yeah. talking 12K right there. You got to pull Personal the axle labor. shafts out. Yep. As well and while joints. those are out, you may as well. <laughs> exactly. So it's like, people are like, well, that doesn't sound so expensive. Well, it's like, well, that's almost 12K, parts and labor. Yeah, but Somewhere you can get ball joints for 150 bucks. Sure, you can. You can get cheapies, but if you want high-end Moog, greasable, that have a good warranty, yep. hop on a board, bud. We'll take you down that train. But uh, you know, at 12, if you go back and go, hey, 12K is what the shop said to fix this front end. It's all wallered out. And, the, and like, can we negotiate off that price? Great. Then you just helped yourself to helping afford those repairs when you go to sell it or when you go to buy it from that customer or from that individual. Yeah, exactly. And a pre-purchase inspection, I, I can't tout that enough. Uh, I even have friends that will ask me, like, they'll, they'll text me like, hey, so apparently it has this, this, and this. Like, what do you think? Should I buy it? I'm like, no, you should take it and have a pre-purchase inspection done before you invest any money in this. And don't bring it to me because especially friends i don't want to i don't want that coming back on me if right like oh the transmission blew up like well i mean how do you see that i don't have x-ray vision and everything can and will break that is true but yeah i can't i can't push a pre-person pre-purchase inspection enough well usually they're about a hundred bucks give or take depending on what on on the area you're at if you can't afford that then you shouldn't be buying another vehicle amen to that and the shop better do their homework and they and they better be worth their you know uh worth taking it to to do so and if they are then they should do a good job and give you some insight on what the truck needs i would or what the truck looks like i would say if you're but looking at a truck when you go look at a truck what are you looking for that being said. So I come from a different point of view on it okay. um, than, than probably what like the standard customer or, or person buying an OBS Ford would be like. For instance, I got a call, the business phone, a uh, guy calls me up and he's like, hey, I followed you guys forever on Instagram and I've got a, a 97 F250 that I'm looking to sell and I figured you probably know people that might be interested. I'm like, okay, uh, so what what body style F250? He's like, oh yeah, it's, it's a crew cab short bed. I'm like, oh really? Okay. Uh, can you tell me, like, had him tell me about it and so it's like, well, I personally am interested. Can you send me pictures? 
she sends me all these pictures and uh I end up I'm like, yeah, I'll buy it. He told me the price, I'm like, done deal. I called you about it actually. Right. Yeah. Like, if you don't buy yeah. it, I will. <laughs> yeah. So So I go down and I didn't even test drive it because the plans that I have for it sure. don't involve any of the current running gear frame engine like nothing besides the body so i made sure there was no rust in the body and i looked at a few things like kind of nerdy things uh did it have keyless entry or the the wiring for it you know just really? that that's kind what of... you looked for really well wow. i just want to know it, okay. it wouldn't have changed my mind at all okay. like i was already getting a bargain uh so i just made sure there was no rust no body damage um you know like kind of just the basic things where I knew I had a good working platform, and that's what what I went for. But that is probably not what most people should do. Um, that's just because, like, I I was looking for basically just a very clean True. crew cab short bed body, and I'm not going to use any of the rest of it. Um, but in general, what I look for, I I like it when I go, like, if I'm buying a vehicle that I'm not doing that on, I want somebody that's like, hey, here's this file of receipts. And yeah. it's huge. I'm like, okay, I like that. I'm looking for somebody that tells me things that are wrong with it. Because every old car has something wrong with it. I don't care what it is. Like, because I've had friends bitch to me about, like, oh, I took it to the shop and they told me it needs this, this, and this. I'm like, yeah, it probably does. Like... <laughs> It's old. It's old. Like, you can bring any car into the shop, and they can tell you what, it's like, something that needs to be replaced. That's standard. It's not that they're trying to be greedy. It's just that, like, everything needs a little bit of work. Wear and tear. But somebody that has a book full of receipts means that it's been well-maintained. Somebody that tells you that there are things wrong with it is being honest with you. If somebody tells you, oh, there doesn't need anything. It runs perfect. (laughs) It runs perfect. (laughs) Use it every day. Yeah. Then, uh, then they're probably lying. Okay, all right. You know, like, I like those that. are the things I look for. Okay, I like that. That that, that sums it up. I always look for uh, so um, a guy I know that has been wheeling dealing trucks forever. He tells me this. Uh, always ask him where does it stay. I always thought this was kind of cool. And I'm like, where, where does, does it stay? stay? Where does it stay? I'm like, what the hell is that about? He's like, okay. where does it stay? And you know how picky I am. I'm oh. I, yeah, I'm super picky. He's like. So I always, he goes, is it an indoor truck or an outdoor truck? And I'm like, dude. Gosh, I'd fail that test. <laughs> right? <laughs> and so I'm like, what a solid question. So like when I look for trucks, I always ask customer or I always ask the person like, hey, uh, so indoor truck or outdoor truck? And they always get this like pause, you know, like, you know, and you can tell, you don't, I mean, if they may lie to you, but you can tell when you show up and look at it, you can tell. If yeah, it's you a, just look at the size of their garage. <laughs> and if there's room to even park a car in it. Excuse me, where'd that Bronco stay, you know? And so I always look to see if it was indoors or outdoors. is a big deal because you have the sun beating down the dash pad. You have on the door panels, on the plastic or whatever. Oh, yeah, or, it dries it all out. You have, yeah, or the, or the paint or, you know, that's a big one. I always look at the frame and, you know, that's pretty obvious. Cause, but, yep. yeah, it'll tell you a lot. You know, the frame, if it's, um, you can tell if it's a West Coast truck, most cases. Oh, yeah. You and, know. like, rockers. If you rockers are a big one. Any sign yep. of rust. Yep. Like, I'm, I'm picky. I won't. If there's a lick of, like, 
real rust, not yep. just like the surface rust on a frame. Yeah, yeah, it's fine, but like the real rust that is pitting or it's causing a you know indentation. Yeah, then I'm know? out. Right. So you know, I always I always look for that. I also want to look at look at bolts, see what they look like. You can tell if they've been manipulated oh, yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Door hinges. Kenny always cracks me up because the first thing I do when I go to get I get in anyone's truck, I grab the bottom of the door and I lift up. Yep. I do that every time. It's out of habit. It tells me if the hinges are completely blown out. You can wheel and deal on that. You can say, hey, you know, it's going to cost this much money for hinges. But you're not much of a wheeler or dealer. I'm not. I usually just go in and say, hey, I, I you know, you want this price? Great. I'll, I'll, I'll pay for it. I don't, I'm not a haggler. I'll just say I'm not, I'm not down, you know? Yeah, it's just one or the other. Like yeah, either I'm, I'm going to get it or right. I'm not. But um, each vehicle has its own characteristics, or characteristics. I just think that, you know, people ask like, oh, we get these messages like, what should I look for? Well, fuck, dude. Look at the frame. Look yeah. at the body. Look, look at, at the your bed. big stuff. Like, look at the bed. Is the bed got like we talked about last week? Like Kenny's bed, like has an ocean line. Like you look down, like waves oh. going down it. Like you could tell that thing was hoarded out and like used. Which, yeah, that's most of my trucks. That's not terrible. It just got used. It's nothing bad about it, but it's gonna affect the price when you go to say, "Hey, you want twenty five k?" I think that's like maybe fourteen k or Looks whatever. Looks like she was ridden hard and put away wet too many times. Yeah, it's like a village bicycle. Yeah. So. I mean, for me, that's what I look for. Interior, it doesn't matter if it's a, a rig. You could tell a rig that had kids and a rig that didn't have kids. Oh, yeah. Look under you, the seats. Oh, dude. Cheerios <laughs> pasted to the bottom. I mean, it's dogs. Yeah, you could tell if it has dogs. You can smell it. I mean, there's so many things. Well, and another thing to note on that is you kind of have to have a standard of what you're willing to buy. For sure. You know, like, I will buy a car that has had dogs in it you know i love dogs yeah or i if i'm buying a work truck if the bed is all wavy like you were talking about right that's fine with me because then i'm not worried about scratching it up when i throw a set of axles in it and they roll around and put a hole through the fender or maybe you're not going to use the bed or maybe you're not going to use the bed you're going to flatbed it exactly so there's all these considerations of like if you're not worried about it then that's fine but like if you want the perfect thing then you know well, I'll tell you what, that, that three-quarter ton club cab that we saw last week or uh, our last podcast that we talked about, wasn't that last, last time? Three, oh. That truck. The crew cab. Yes. For the price they want, I'd want the bed to be flat, like straight. Oh, yeah. I would, too. And the only thing I noticed on that had the I, – I hate that this was such a thing in the 90s, early 2000s, was putting the extra – uh, like tie down <laughs> hooks on the outside hooks of the bed. On the outside of the bed, I'm like, oh, you drilled into the bed. To I put saw those that too. Hooks on them. I hate that. It's the hooks that like you, know, you flip up and you can hook a tie down to it. Like, yeah. Like so handy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a dude. That's a whole other podcast on the bed of these oh, trucks. Because there's the, no hooks. The stupid handles that people bolt right into the cab. You know what those look like? They look like hot tub handles. Like they, if you go to like a hotel <laughs> and they're like, OSHA makes us put these handles next to the hot tub. It's for ADA you to get approved. In. Like, that's I'm like, oh, your truck's ADA approved. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes, I don't like that. Like no. that's, that's some of the stuff I look for. Right. Like I will take a worn out front end. As long as the cab doesn't have any extra holes drilled from into the hot the, tub eighty. <laughs> yes, yeah. exactly. Uh, the hooks on the side of that truck, I always look at like, well, what's it going to cost me to have a body shop fix those and like paint it up? 
Yeah, you got. Because there's no way in hell in. way I'm gonna or hell I'm gonna leave those there. No, no way. No, but you know, on a side note, what I've been thinking about is on that new bed, putting the liner in, but also doing T tracks. Uh, L track. L track. Yeah, I'm a big fan of L track. We have it in that truck here. We have it. Oh, in the you front. have it in the bed. Yeah. Wow, I didn't. We know made that. a bracket system that uh, it goes up against the front. So, if everyone's noticed, the Ford beds blow out at the ends. Or yeah, at the, fr- at that, the front by the cab. Dude, when I pulled my old bed off, when I swapped that other one on that we right. talked about last episode, <laughs> we, I took the toolbox out, we pulled it off. It was welded back together, and the bed sides were flopping. flopping around. Yeah, they just like spot weld that. So if like if you go to – there's no tie-down hooks. No, which so, is really annoying. Super gay. Lame. Sorry. <laughs> so, I mean, you have those – like it sucks because you uh, – there's no way to hook a tie-down into your truck and if you're a dirt bike guy like myself you're like so we came out with a uh we reinforced the front with a bolt-in product and then the l track goes in that whole corner and front area so you can do tie downs all across the front of the truck i got the idea from her tacoma if you go to look at like new nissans they and have Tacomas, it's a track system yeah. that goes all along the side and so everything I do now like our flatbed like the the flatbed truck right it's all l track through it um it's pretty gnarly. I like that stuff because it's. Mini- do you do you sell that? The flatbed. Uh, we will no, have- not the flatbed. Oh, L track. L track system you did in that truck. No. Why not? <laughs> I don't know. I need to. I need to. I need to sell also the onboard compressor plate on those that bolts. Yeah. Have the you factory. ever taken pictures of those and shown no, people? No, I haven't. I Dude, haven't. You're so, missing out because I'm really interested now. Like I would probably buy that from you if like. Well, it's it's not rocket science. We can we can do that. Well, don't explain how it's done because <laughs> we sell some products here. Uh, the one thing I'm I love is the uh, air compressor system on that truck. It's uh, bolts to the factory uh, holes in the bed. We nice. give you we, it, actually you can use a U nut that goes. There's already holes in the bed. You can fit a U-nut in there, an 8 by 125 U-nut. Yeah. It's enough space for a 2.5-gallon uh, air tank and dual uh, 450cc uh, compressors. Are those like, uh, what's that, Vyair? Yep, I love yeah. using their products. And we build our own tank system. We, we just built our own. We didn't want to do the, um, they sell like kits, but we found that it's better to build your own. So yeah, it bolts, we just built a plate system that bolts to the bed Dude. Under, underneath. You can't and, even see it. And this is not available. Yet. Maybe I yeah, should make it. I don't I, know. I definitely think you should. It, it's stuff like that that's rad. But Well, um, you think it's cool, and the other stuff that you think is cool, you sell. So you should probably do the same. Lisa, get on that. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know about this until now. Like, really? Because I, I was thinking about – I saw your – Did you see the yellow knob? You can barely see it. There's yeah, a drain oh, I looked valve. underneath yeah. of it. You were yeah. going pee outside, yeah. and uh, I was looking at it. But like the the track system in the bed, I I was thinking about it because right. of your flatbed. I didn't know you put it in that. Yeah, it's it's in the front of it. It's so what happens is so being a moto guy, like you ever take a dirt bike and you shove it in the front of a truck, well it bows the bed out. Oh yeah, right. So seems like a lot of these OBS Fords, people have driven four wheelers yep. oh, or whatever, yeah. and the front of the bed it's is always like bowed up, bowed up towards so, the cab. So what's awesome is like we get these trucks in right, and the cab is so bowed up or the, the bed is so bowed up, it's touching the cab, and then you go over a bump while well, your frame flexes, the cab flexes, again, and then the, the twist, and then the bed hits the cab because yep. it's bowed, and it makes a popping sound. I've got a funny story about that. 
back before I was like, before I even owned an OBS, my buddy had a clean, clean 95, 460 crew cab long bed. Okay. Oxford white looked just like yours. Sounds like a cool guy. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he's a nice guy. He's, he's, he's a good guy. He ended up selling the truck. I was going to buy it from him for five grand. It was. Were you guys together at this point? Because you, of all people, yeah. Trinity, should have like smacked him and yeah. said, "Buy this truck." Well, but it was before the business. Right. Anyways, long story short, um, he borrowed a mutual friend's quad and pulled it into the truck too quick. Hit the back of the the bed and it pushed it into the cab. Oh! And he was, he's one of those guys like, ah, eh, like that happens. His solution: he shoved a rope underneath, like through. With another buddy on the other side, and they pulled a rope up and popped the bed back. Oh, did it fix it? Yeah, it, it like, pushed it, because it, it was one of those, like, it popped it in, but it was one of those dents that you could kind of push out. Right. And sticking a rope in did between. Did the job, huh? And then pulling it up, yeah, it popped it out. So. Yeah. <laughs> right, just. One of those weird, yeah. So we came up with that, I came up with that idea because every time I see these trucks and people load a, a bike in the back, it always bows that. So yeah, because they is, strap it, the front yep, wheel, right into it. In the middle, yeah. So I just, we built a bracket that reinforces that whole front of the truck and then it L-tracks it so you have the hooks that you can manipulate in different spots. So, yeah. you know, that, that's kind of how we came up with it. I just, dude, functionality is all I care about. I just saw Lisa's Toyota. I'm like, what a great idea to be able to manipulate hooks and hook systems in different spots so we can get it done. Yeah. You know? Exactly. You know, that's that's kind of what we're going to go after with that product. And I think that you may want to – your business started off of this truck yeah. and uh, – I, you may want to revisit some of the things that you have done and not made available to customers sure. yet. Uh, right. We just get so busy in life, right? I mean, right. like all of us kind of just... Well, you know. have you ever thought about that, though? Have you ever thought about that that track system you put in and putting it up for sale? I didn't. And I didn't talk about... Uh, we did a, a cup holder that uses the OG rear cup holder to put it in the front because the front... What? Yeah, dude. You didn't know that? <laughs> no. Yeah. yeah. So you take. We built a bracket system that bolts to the front brack, uh, the front seat on a six on a forty twenty forty, and it relocates. You can buy those. You know, if you can find them on Amazon or right. You take the rear cup holder, and you put it in the front on a bracket system where it clips into the to to the front seat, and then it gets better. We found a Dorman product uh, that sells a rubber. Uh, cup holder for the F-150, late model F-150s that fits in there and holds your your coffee cup. See, that's I just what didn't, I'm saying. I, I just haven't, like, we haven't had time to fucking, like, build that. And I need to. I need to kind of, like, go Revisit that. that thing and start looking at all the stuff you've done and be like... There's a lot of things on that truck we haven't told people about because we, you know, it's not that we don't care. It's just, I don't know. It was done before you started right. your business. Right. You know, and, and Kenny's always like, dude, we got to re- redo these cup. We got to get this cup holder out. Like, we got to get this cup holder bracket out yeah. for people. And I'm always like, yeah, whatever. You know, I'm, I'm too busy with You this need to listen that. to him. I probably should. I think you should. Um, but anyway, so moving on. Moving on. Uh, uh, we're at an hour and 15. Should we shut it down? I'm down. Right. Hey, I... 
Dude, thanks for coming over the hill, bud. Of course. So we're going to your place next. Yes. Yeah, the the first couple were at, at my shop, and we've been at, at the, the, con- the compound. compound. The compound for a while. <laughs> yeah, which is, man, I wish you guys could see this. It is like dirt bike heaven. There's a track out front. There's all brand new KTMs in the shop. We have a pump, tra- we have a pump track out back. Yeah, we, we... And then OBS Fords that just... that. Yeah. You know, it's we just in it for a good time. Right? That's all it is. Dude, well, thanks so much for coming over the hill. Thank you for having us. And uh, I, it's still new. I got to read the <laughs> 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 uh, No. Yeah. I mean, we're just into cool stuff. And, you know, I hope you guys are too. Don't forget to subscribe. We're, you know, available on your all your major podcast platforms and leave us a review. Post in the comments, you know, let us know if you want us to talk about something or hit on something like we want to expand on 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 different things and be able to to share as much of our knowledge as we can. This isn't just for pumping our products, it's for sharing their knowledge and and hopefully you guys enjoy this. So Thanks so much for everyone for following along. All right. You guys have a good one. Thank you. Later, John. Bye, Devin. <laughs>